And how valuable is your opinion? It's uh, opinions are like assholes. They all, everyone has them. They all smell like shit. To me, there is so much fucking love in what the man says. Like, if oh, you yeah. if you don't understand the bro love that is him, it, it, you're fucking wrong. And and I know I, I fucking drop Patrice O'Neill videos all the fucking time, and it's annoying. Mm -hmm. But Rob has a way of saying it in the white way, and it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds so fucking good and it's appropriate it's it's like rob rob has like a minor in whiteness and it's like mm. and he knows how to, <laughs> he, he knows how to translate you know he's yeah. he's well versed he's like hold on these are my people hold on i will make it he, he's like the bridge gap between the minorities and the whites and it's like you need someone like rob fortune to bridge that racial gap and and that's why we have right <clears throat> otherwise we get accidental n-bombs yeah um, I don't know who would do that. A total asshole um, would do that. But uh, yeah, someone someone similar to to people I. Anyway, so let's get the introductions out of the way. He said once, "Jomo, your old data in a dead machine, Mister Rob Fortune." Ah, he is known for his human carrying capacity, or at least his human breeding capacity. It's Father Jomo. Oh, and here's how I, bro, that's so good. I love that fucking entrance. But here's what's good is like the next one has something to do with human carrying capacity, right? And I knew it. I was, I was thinking about it this morning as I'm driving uh, back home. And I'm just like, yo, I swear to God, like, uh, I know Rob's going to use this. I know he's going to fucking use it, but I have to use it too. It's so fucking good. It, it's so, there's so many setups. Thank you, Harm's Way. But all right. I gotta introduce this next guy. His human carrying capacity is 12 pounds of shit. It's Mr. <laughs> Jack Falcon. What's up? What's up? That's, that's some midday <clears throat> shit right there. Yeah, well, I'm at work still, so this is a spin drift. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't go down the route of uh, drinking during work. It's my, I have like, you know, when you play, when like a dumbass little kid plays, uh, goes bowling and they put those inflatable things in the gutters. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the bumpers, the bumpers, the bumpers that, yeah, I can't drink while driving and I can't drink uh, while at work. Those are my bumpers. Those keep my life on the straight and narrow. I, I, if you're going, if you're going to work drinking, I, I think you need a real, <laughs> bro, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I work with like half of my work is like 40 year old housewives and I guarantee you they day drink. God hmm. damn. Um, where are they at? <laughs> it, it's, Dude, like, like, it's like that quote from fucking Blazing Saddles. Where are the white women at? Yeah. No, I, I know a lot of them are like 45-year-old housewives that happen to work at my company. I'm like, yeah, I know there's day drinking going on. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're dead inside? Mm-hmm. A lot of them are. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're dead inside, yeah. Like, like, and Rob, like I said, is it, he's got a, he's got a degree basically from Harvard in whiteness. I mean, mm -hmm. it's very mm -hmm. reputable. It's Ivy league worthy. I mean, you can trust me. I, I can trust you. When, I trust them. When, when white stuff comes up, I have to go, mm. okay, Rob, Rob knows what he's talking about. Let me just shut the fuck mm. up. So Rob, elaborate, <laughs> or elaborate on the, the 40 year old housewife, please. 
I hear they're looking for a plumber. So uh, if yeah. you put your name in the, in the newspaper, they will call you. The husband is at work all the time. Uh, <laughs> works fucking, you know, 18 hours. The <laughs> wife's not getting what she wants, but she gets all this money and shit. There's a full, a full rack of wine. So she's breaking into it at 1030 or whatever. So, hmm. I mean, I'm not hating on her, but when, when I have to clean up all the bullshit at my work because everyone who does anything, like, they say broken clock is right twice a day. My, my company is literally wrong all fucking day long. So. I believe it. Uh, thank God they don't know about this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your ass would be fucking fired in a heart. Or given a raise, you know? It's like that when you make a bold move and you, you, you mm. shit on your boss, that's one of those things. Mm. But all right, mm. all right, all right. I think... We we got let's see we got we got a reason why forty year old wives love Johnny Sins and why he's a <laughs> an astronaut plumber pizza delivery man he's everything that we need in our doctor lives. doctor mm. very important were you the one who posted the meme of like the doctors graduating and you could tweet <laughs> like, a, like a picture and somebody tweeted that guy they're like mm. oh my little Johnny's growing up he's 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 graduated med school and it's Johnny Sins <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever watched the porn with Johnny Sins I've never seen one you know what I did one time I was on Google I was like out of respect let me just watch it the dude has good yeah. work he has good work um he's got I would assume his stuff's gay but it's not right no no dude straight up he's just a straight dude he's got a fat dick respect and you know he he knows how to drop the hog, man. So good for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, out of respect, and and you know what? This is what we need in life: is we need men to respect other men's dicks. Is that's mm -hmm. that's a must. But must. Uh, it's got to happen. Let's let's move in. Let's move into uh, this week. Let's talk about it. What you what do you got, uh, Mr. Jack Falcon? All right. So Jumbo had picked what is he's dubbing as new hardcore. Mm -hmm. uh, we're taking a look at four bands today. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, so this band was originally named Vane. They are now they've changed the name to Vane.fm. Uh, Trapped under ice, Jesus Peace, and uh, Harm's Way. So Jesus Peace, do you know what that is, Jomo? Um, I'm gonna say it's Christ with his cock out, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a necklace that people wear. Uh, it's it's like a bunch of rappers wear it. I don't think it's one specific necklace. It's just wearing a piece, oh, being like the necklace man. that is of Jesus or religious. The I, Jesus piece. I do know what that is. My Hispanic is showing right now. I know what a Jesus piece is. Okay. 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 Uh, and then I think all the rest. Yeah, we know. So Vane, I don't know why they changed the name. I figured it was, what was the other band that we listened to before? Something like Blink-182, where they were named Blink, and then someone else was named Blink before them. So they're like, we're going to sue you if you don't change it. So they just put bullshit on the end of it because they want to keep the original name. Hmm. So I'm going to guess that's what happened to Vane. Then in 2010, something like that, uh, they changed it to Vane FM. I don't know, somewhere around there. Hmm. At some point, they changed it. So, uh, yeah, those are the four bands we're taking a look at today. Uh, and I got the wheel up. We spinning the meat spin wheel Dude. around. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by MeatSpin.com. Go to our website, click the link. If you get to 69 spins, you get a Blockbuster gift card. Don't forget that. It's $5 off. You get to rent the Titanic and then fucking kill yourself. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, how did, how did the second Avatar movie also make like billions of dollars? It's not even good. Anyway, <laughs> fuck it. That's how. Yo, I wait. Because the dude made Titanic. The show. Stop the fucking show. The dude made Titanic. You have ADD. You. Yeah, I do. Yes, we know that. ADD. We know. Spin yeah. the fucking wheel. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It, For it Christ's sake, spin the wheel. <laughs> it's fi it, it, it's fi it finished. Let me drop this artwork. Who do you think it is, Jomo? Uh, I'm going with Harm's Way. It feels like Harm's Way. No, nope, that's wrong. Uh, it's Jesus Peace. Oh. Let me read. And as everyone, I'm like I normally have 
uh, a bunch of stuff to read because we do relatively bigger bands a lot of the time. These guys are smaller. Shouldn't be surprised that there's not a whole ton of information on these bands. So this is going to be pretty quick this time around. All this information is from Wikipedia. Uh, so it's wrong here. It's wrong there. Okay, Jesus Peace. Only Self is a 10-track record released in 2018, coming just over 29 minutes long. It's the band's debut studio album produced by Andy Nelson of the Illinois hardcore punk band Weekend Nachos and contains the singles <laughs> Curse of the Serpent, Neuroprison, and Punish. Jesus Peace had been described as a metalcore and hardcore punk by multiple media outlets. In an interview with CVLT Nation, vocalist Aaron Hurd described the band's influences for Only Self as anything from brutal and old-school death metal to straight-up punk and hardcore. In the same interview, when asked about the evolution of the sound compared to the earlier releases, Aaron mentioned, We came together pretty quickly, so after a few years, we're finally becoming totally comfortable with what we want to do. We just want to make unique, metallic hardcore that we want to hear. The band formed in 2015, and they self-released their first EP in the same year, followed by another self-released EP in the summer of 2016. In 2017, they did a split with Malice at the Palace, which was released through Bridge Nine Records. In 2018, the band signed to Southern Lord Records and released their full-length debut, Only Self, in August 2018. In November 2019, a show Jesus Peace opened for Ghost Main in Austin, Texas, was shut down when the latter threatened to shoot up the venue after his brother's nose got broken by venue security. By that point... By that point, Jesus Peace uh, already finished their set. Do you know who that is, Gemma? Ghostman? No, I, I I don't know, but I, I'm going to have to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. That's the response. Mm-hmm. Was a, <laughs> well, I was like in the middle of drinking song. Uh, in March 2020, it was announced that they will be supporting Code Orange's headlining tour along with Show Me the Body. Year of the Knife, and Machine Girl. However, the tour was postponed indefinitely due to COVID-19. In October 2022, it was announced that Jesus Peace would join Show Me the Body for the 36-date North American leg of their world tour. Rob, what do you think of Only Self? Uh, I'm going to give this number three for the week. Uh, so there's a negativity, atmosphere, violence thing that, like, you know, it, it hits me in the chest, right? Heaviness. There's a spaciness. There's time changes. There's dissonant, weird chords. There's no hooks. I can't, like, the, the, the closest thing to a hook, uh, there's this one a riff in In the Silence that's, like, super heavy, and then there's a distortion on and off thing. For, like, the last part of the riff, it turns the distortion off. And I, I, this is a uh, this is a thing that I've only like. You, you're used to hearing like you know a soft verse and then like a heavy chorus or something. You don't hear too many riffs out there that are one riff, but you play with it within the riff. You know, it, it's kind of like jolty. Uh, but like the few times I've heard it done well, uh, this is one of the times I think. So that there's a yeah, there's a riff on, on in the silence that does that. It, it stuck out like a th- sore thumb in a good way. I'm going to give In the Silence a 10 out of 10. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. so like other than that, I can't really tell you that this uh, has hooks. It's, it's not like a cat. It's not like a cat. Like, there's, no, there's no memorable riffs here, but it's percussive. It's heavy. It's in your face. There's a negativity. It makes me want to punch somebody or get punched, you know, whatever what one happens first. Uh, yeah, so third place for the week. I think Rob and I are going down the same path. I also have this as third. Uh, this band is heavy as shit. Uh, this is exactly what I needed this week, right? So when I'm running and I've been exercising like every day, sometimes I, I'm like losing steam. I'm going down, right? This album, like dragged me through it. It just kept me going. And we've listened to records before that I've tried to listen to. 
while working out, and I'm just like, this ain't doing it. This is this is making me flaccid. I I need I need boner pills right now, not this. <laughs> uh, so a couple of things I want to talk about. You talk about in the silence. Okay, so I've talked about before where some bands will change up uh, their the dynamic of their album. Uh, some will do it properly, and some of them won't. They'll either do it too early or too late, or they just won't do it at all. Uh, not that they have to do it, but it, it's when when we have something that's like this brutal hardcore, even if we have just like thrash metal, whatever. It can get samey after a while, so putting in some dynamics really help the whole thing out, the whole experience out. This song is done exactly where it needs to be. It's done perfectly. Uh, it changes the groove, but it doesn't make these guys pussies, right? It's still haunting and badass. They did a good job with that. So there's a song after that called Adamant, and there's a comment on that song that someone calls that song Adam Ant, and now like uh, I can't unsee that. I can't unsee that. Hmm. So this album ends with uh, two songs. One's called One, and the second one is called Two. You can legitimately meditate to One. I don't. Ex- I want to know how they made the song because it's this very vibey spiritual thing. Uh, if they if this if that song was an hour long, I would listen to it and vibe out to the entire thing. It's completely different than the entire album. Uh, I love it. It's one of the standout parts, and it's fucking awesome. I just want to know did they like how it was recorded because I feel like they used mic depreciation where you can record music and then play it from one side of the room to the other and keep recording it back and forth till it becomes like this completely new, different shit. Uh, regardless, I don't know how they made it, but it's awesome. And then there's a song after that called Two, and I don't even really need to, uh, but it keeps that same kind of vibes and everything. Uh, it's louder. This is a more electronic one. The other one almost kind of feels like it's not an orchestra, but it almost kind of feels like one the way it comes across. This one is more of like a band with like electric guitars, but it still isn't crazy and insane. You could still probably meditate to it. There's a part in the middle where the vocals start to come in and get growly. And I was like, uh, <laughs> that's not like you've already set the mood. Get that shit out of here. I don't I don't need to have the speakers kicked back in again uh, and then it fades out with like this beautiful feedback so that is one of the highlights of this album for me but yeah it this one goes hard and it is really good the reason that i don't put this higher is because there's a couple other records we're going to talk about that were just doing so much more for me. They were just, there's so much like more shit going on and it's so much more interesting. And my brain is like doing a billion things a second, like while thinking about it and listening to it. Uh, Jumbo, what do you think of this record? Um, Here's the thing is the record opens up properly. It opens up a lucid workhorse punish and uh, curse of the serpent, which by far my favorite album, uh, my favorite song of the week um here's a big critique is a i kind of like i was like okay me and rob kind of thinking on the same page i thought the wrists were just like just very mid there was nothing that stood out for them i'm not in love with them they weren't great um the worst song on the record is silence i was like what the fuck is this piece of shit and why am i listening to it it doesn't mesh together there's nothing it's like it's not composed very well the drummer's good overall. I think the drummer has a lot of talent. He's good at mixing up. Definitely hardcore, you know, uh, metal fucking drummer. He's good. He's not Neil Peart great, though, you know. And I I would like if the song, like, what is it? Neuro, neuro, neuro what? Neuro pain? Neuro, neuro anal? Oh, oh ne- neuro prison. Okay, double anal. Got it. Neuro prison. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, had clean vocals. Um, if it had, like, straight up just, like, not, not the drummer, because the drummer is doing the backup vocals, but if the lead singer had, like, cleaner vocals and was, like, going back and forth between, like, whether it's, like, you know, uh, parts of the, the, the chorus he was going clean or whatever, I think it would have made the song a lot better. Um, overall, the album I think could use a lot more clean vocals. 
Um, it, for me, I, I'm gonna. I, I think I still robbed uh, like little thing uh, how he uh, grades albums. Uh, he, he goes by what is the top. I'm going by numbers, but like five out of ten, ten out of ten, whatever. Def, Yeah. for me, this is gonna be a five out of ten for the week. They're better live than recorded, and and if you saw the link to them playing like a, a live show in Philly, they're fucking amazing live. They just don't sound the same on record. On the record, they sound very dull and and, and very just like eh, average. Mm -hmm. Have you seen them live? Did you say yes or no? I I saw on you on YouTube. On YouTube, I haven't seen. Oh, just on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, I've never. I I, I don't think I and I've been to a few shows. I, I've just seen them on YouTube though. I don't think I've ever saw them live. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely no Tornado Soul style riffing here. A lot of hardcore stuff doesn't really have that. Just a lot of it is chugging and kind of groovier parts in that. But yeah, you're not really going to get that. That you know, every, the, the Tornado Souls riff that everyone on fucking planet Earth knows who's ever listened to fucking metal. Like you're not getting that in a lot of these. In a lot of hardcore bands. So yeah, you talk about the first songs on here, Lucid. You know, banger of a song to open the album. Uh, So work workhorse. There's a there's a comment on that I mentioned when I was working out to this album. There's a comment on that that said this is the perfect album for working out, and it's like yeah, I agree. It it really it's like when you need to get pushed over the finish line, this play, this album will do it. I'm not saying it's the best album ever. I'm saying like it has the balls. It's heavy. It'll it'll pull you over. Um, uh, Curse of the Serpent. There's a, a comment on there that says I can only imagine the pit. I think about that when I think about. Yes. a lot of the music we listen to like what the pit would look like and when we talked when we listened to or talked about these hardcore albums i really could picture a lot of these like they were actual shows some of them more than others but i could picture like being there uh curse of the serpent uh, that's the kind of like leading single that's like perfect for the record right it shows people exactly what they're going to be getting it doesn't doesn't bait and switch us like the fucking use did that i still i i don't forget okay and there's a song in here uh pun Punisher, which is a no-brainer single. Oh, uh, Rob mentioned dissonance. There's this dissonant guitar playing in the background. Give me more of it. Uh, I want to see uh, that song specifically live. I would go see this album live, but like, if I had a choice to see one of these in full, it's not going to be this one. Uh, Drums go hard. I do like to drum in this band as well. So yeah, it's good. Um, I would listen to this record. I put it on and listen to it. I would vibe out to it, especially because of the end. I would listen to it again if I'm working out. Uh, but it is not. It's it's number three for me, and uh, it it's like no question number three. You know, what I mean, it's not like it's almost up there. The other ones are just like a fucking mile above. Um, so yeah, I know that there's going to be people who love this album. We're going to read a couple of YouTube comments in a minute, but I am uh, putting it at three. Is there anything else anyone wants to say about this? No. All right, let's read some YouTube comments. So this and Arizona have to be two of the albums that have really slapped hard this year. Great to see what Jesus Peace brought to the table and excited to see what they do in the future. Next one said, this is every riff I've ever wanted to write. Bullshit. Uh, no, every riff you ever wanted to write is in Rust in Peace. Uh, Bull, even bigger bullshit. <laughs> uh, next, uh, Jesus Peace, Vane, uh, and A Harm's Way have all made a big... have all made me dig hardcore 10 times more than I have in previous years. Uh, next one says, I was really never, I was, re I was never really into anything hardcore, but I've been hearing about Jesus peace for a while now and felt the urge to check them out. This album, absolutely. This album absolutely destroyed my expectations. And lastly, Jesus peace reminds me why I fell in love with hardcore. So yeah, there's people, there's a following for it. Uh, good for them. It's nice to know that uh, people are putting out music and people are digging it. Are you ready to spin the meat spin wheel? Yes. Spin me right round, baby, right round. All right, let me let me move this. Hang on. All right, here we go.
Oh, here we go. I love that sound. <laughs> the uh, that meme with uh, Ash crying. It's like when she when she pretends to choke on it because she loves or gag on it because she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it landed on... What the fuck is this wheel doing? I think it landed on Vane. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it landed on Vane first. The wheel's fucked up. All right. All right. Let me drag this the... Is, just fucking choose at this point. <laughs> okay. 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 Let me... Okay. We ready? Is everyone ready? Yeah, how many mm. times are you going to say okay, my guy? Just fucking... <laughs> Jomo, Jomo, what do you think of this album cover? I hate it. Oh, fucking creeps me out. The Vein FM one? I thought, it's, yeah. I thought it's better than Trapped Under Ice. It's, it's okay. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll get to that one. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Arizona's 11-track record released in 2018, coming in just under 28 minutes long. It's the band's debut <laughs> studio album, reaching number 21 on the U.S. hard rock chart, and contains the singles Virus, Vibrance, Demise Automation, and Doom Tech. Noted by critics for taking influence from new metal, mathcore, and screamo, Arizona has gained praise for its genre-bending style. Vane formed in 2013 in the Merrimack Valley region of Mass and, re and released a self-titled demo the same year. Demo versions of the tracks Old Data in a Dead Machine, Quitting Infinity, and Untitled were previously released as a free download on the group's uh, Bandcamp page, but they were taken down as they were reworked for Arizona. The demos would later be included in the 2020 compilation album Old Data and a Dead Machine Volume 1. On January 4th, 2022, Vane FM announced their second studio album, This World is Going to Ruin You, is set to be released on March 4th, 2022 through Nuclear Blast, which, of course, came out last year. Uh, Jomo, what do you think of Arizona? Nuclear Butt Blast. Yo, <laughs> that's you bro yeah that's my asshole after uh nespresso um dude this is by far this is the this album gives me one of the most strongest fucking no heroes vibes from that's like similar to converge like it, it, when i listen to no heroes by converge i'm like okay the comparison between that and arizona is like they they're not the same but they sound they give me the same feeling and this album has by far, it, listen to all four of these bands this week. It has the best production and composition of them all. It, it's complete album. There's not a fucking bad song on here. Um, you know, I, I think Rob can say more about uh, what Northeast hardcore, the whole punk scene. He he knows it better than I do. I would I would have to say this. It has so many different elements. They they're not afraid to explore. Unlike uh, Jack Falcon, which I tried to convince him last week about exploring, and he wouldn't. So it is what it is. That was a gay joke. That was a gay joke. All right. So um, I'll keep it short and sweet. This is a solid nine out of 10, man. This is an album, like, if this was 1998, I would buy this album at FYE. Um, no problem. No, no questions asked. I'm spending the 15 bucks to do it. And it, it's such a fucking solid album. And then seeing them live is good. Like, okay, so I heard of these guys on. Um, Hate Five Six is like this guy who like uh does uh show productions and stuff where he does uh audio and video recording, and I'm just like yo fucking this band is good, but Jesus Peace Live is is I think better than Vein FM Live. Vein FM is good. They got a good following. This album is fucking a banger. It's fucking it makes you know it, I got like a three quarters chub just listening to it. So it is by far my favorite of the week. I would buy it. Yep, this is my favorite by a fucking mile. Um, so, okay, I want to see this live in full, without a doubt. 
and I think this record actually flows really well. There's a there's a YouTube comment where somebody said uh, this this um, this feels like one long song that never ends, and there's different parts in here where songs are like rolling into other songs, and it just like works so well. Some of them will use sound effects or something like that, like a, a, a um, an alarm or whatever, and it will carry on to the next song and bridge it. It really does flow really well. I feel like there's um, a lot of post hardcore mixed in here. I don't know if it, that's exactly the genre I'm thinking of. I know what I'm thinking of. I just don't know exactly what it's called, but I think that's what it is uh, whatever it is i love it and um it's pretty crazy that this is a band's debut album uh i don't know i was blown away the first time i heard this i've listened to it a ton of times and i i just can't get enough of it i'm going to definitely be checking out their second record hopefully it, it tops us i don't know how that's possible <clears throat> so uh the song this starts off with virus uh vibrance and 15 years ago like i would have absolutely hated that type of song now i can't get enough of it i want more uh the song does not fuck around uh, song in here, Broken Glass Complexion. And that song is like so heavy. It has the potential to crack a building's foundation. And as I'm listening to this, again, I can just kind of see the show in my mind. I'm picturing what it would be like. And I, I it has to be fucking awesome. So like when I was talking about the flow from bo from Broken uh, Glass Complexion into, into Anesthesia, uh, like it just flows so well. That's where they they're using an alarm to like bridge the two, uh, and in 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 anesthesia, which is only like a minute long song, I think uh, drummer just got to show off that twelve inch hog that he's carrying around because he sure. goes balls out in that song. Yeah, uh, and then there, there's electronics mixed in here as well. Uh, so demise automation has some electronics put into there. Um, at least I think they're electronics. Uh, it could they could be making the noises with guitar and effects. I don't know, but but the thing of it is is that however they're made, whether they are you know, used from a synthesizer, created from a synthesizer or from a guitar or whatever, the layers are all just mixed so well together that it just feels, I don't know, it feels like so cohesive and the record is already flowing so well that I don't, it just, it just, everything kind of comes at you and it works. This, this record, it, so like the last song on here is called, um, uh, quitting infinity right and like what an amazing way to end an album that is just an absolute fucking banger. Good for them. Uh, I'm really like, proud of when people have the, the follow through like this uh, and they go out on such a highlight. <clears throat> this album is like no bloat, no fat, no padding, no bullshit, just a banger album and good for them. This, these guys have the whole, you know, every, like the, everything in front of them to the, the time in front of them to just fucking kill it. Uh, Rob, what do you think of this record? So my confidence is kind of shaking right now. You guys both love this album, and uh, Jeff El Jefe loves this album too. He was talking. To, he he was uh, excited that we we're doing this band because they're from Mass and all that. I put this on this album on twice. I didn't like it, uh, and I've been trying to find a, a, like my reasoning as to why. Okay, I got I got my journal here as I've been driving around. I took notes. Uh, here's here's something I wrote down. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You got food, water, shelter, and groove. I don't know if I was talking shit about this album or one of the other ones. But I think I was okay because Jomo and I were talking. We're like Converge came up in our conversation, and we're trying to say, does this band sound like Converge or not? I was saying no, and the reason I was saying that, fucking like Converge to me is okay. Well, yeah, you you got the really early albums that have a, a thousand riffs per hour uh and then but like a, a, like jane doe afterwards it's like there's a certain amount of craziness but the craziness repeats so i don't find it to be like total fucking uh gibberish i find it to be like uh planned uh methodical gibberish which to me is my favorite type of gibberish apparently so like to me 
uh, as 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 ridiculous as Converge is, it has a groove to it. So like that's why I love it. But like when I was listening to Vane, I was not getting smoothness. I was getting squeals mixed with uh, intermittent blast beats, and it was driving me fucking crazy. I was driving around. People were looking at me in cars. There was beautiful women out there wearing sundresses, and and I felt ashamed to be listening to Vane. How, so how maybe fucking I'm fucking crazy. Damn, damn. How fucking dare you? Hey, if you see girls in sundresses, you ask for a butthole. Just give me a butthole <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah you're right. True. You're right. That's what I should have done, but it's not how history was written for me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you guys love this album. I didn't. Uh, I don't know what to say. I give it fourth place. That's it. Oh, oh okay. <clears throat> fucking. All right. <laughs> a menacing laugh, too. Very nice. Okay, so for the record, like you, you'll notice that like my first year of on being on this podcast, I didn't say very much mean things. I tended to say like I don't have a lot to say, and then I ended my you know share. Yeah. Now, uh, now I'm like I'm as mean as it's. It's not that I'm out to hurt like the the musicians who make this shit. You know, let it be known that any critic is is a fucking worthless. You know, what you, you're sharing your fucking opinion. How valuable is your opinion? It's uh, opinions are like assholes. They all everyone has them. They all smell like shit. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like it's my job, my one job, is to say my opinion. And if I'm holding back, then I'm not fucking doing my job. So, like, you know, I, I, if, uh, if, if I exaggerate something to, to make a joke, then, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I do do that. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm as mean as I can be only to tell my, my, my opinion. And if I, because if I'm not doing that, I'm not doing my fucking job. So I hope nobody's offended. Uh, everything's okay. Yeah, oh, you mean us? Yeah, I mean I'm not offended. I'm not, oh, good. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just fucking. I I love being the contrarian and just. But I get it, Rob. I get oh, yeah. it. You're not offending me. Good. Okay, a couple songs I want to talk about. <clears throat> uh, this song in here, Doom Tech, which was a single. Uh, so I brought this up when we talked about Skeleton Witch, about not in this exact way, but there was a song by Skeleton Witch where they were like picking out. Um, notes from a chord are arpeggiating it but the drums were just like fucking brutal underneath it and i'm like i love that because normally th that's not how somebody would write something uh there there's a a great riff in the beginning of the song doom tech where you would think the drums under it would be doing some boring shit and it's not he does he plays them in a completely like non-standard way and it's one of the things that this album keeps getting my my ears to perk up whenever i hear like crazy shit uh, so the drums being played underneath that, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm in on that. So Jomo had brought up singing on the last album. There is singing on this record. We get it in this song. Uh, we get it every now and then. Uh, I think that Doom Tech is the longest song on the record, and that's actually the best example of your normal stereotypical single for an album. Uh, but if if that was their first single, if I heard that, I wouldn't be pulled in like I was with some of the other songs on here. I believe Doom Tech was the last single on here. Yeah, it was, it was the third one. So yeah, I I wouldn't have made that first. Now that is a song that can turn the money printers on. You know what I mean? That's a song that can get people buying your shit. Uh, some people playing the radio. But if I heard it, I'd be like, eh, it's whatever. It's not nearly my favorite song in this album. Uh, it goes into a song, Untitled, right after that, which which brings us right back into the field that we were getting before. And when I listen to this song, Untitled, I hear a mix of Dillinger Escape Plan mm. and uh, maybe Brand New. There's another band. I It's not <clears throat> Taking Back Sunday. It's not it's not Taking Back Sunday. But there's like two bands that kind of feel like mixed to me, that like they're kind of getting mashed together there. Uh, the song after that, End Eternal, that's one top of songs that I want to see live. Uh, I remember the harmonics in that song from the second that I first heard them. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a banger. You have Rebirth Protocol, which is the third song on here. Uh, song is like really cool musically. The vo the vocals in this song are absolutely brutal. I'm surprised that wasn't a single. It's a minute long. It's balls out. It feels like it would be the exact like when someone hears that, it's like this is what we make. Okay, do you like that? Then you like the whole rest of the fucking album. Um, anyway, banger status. I love it. I gotta listen to the new one. And yeah, I don't know. I've I've listened to it a bunch. I'm I'm going to continue listening to it. Is there anything else that anyone wants to say about Arizona before we read some YouTube comments? Where the white oh. women at? Mm. Where the white women at? All right. First one, it feels like one long song that never ends. I brought that one up before. Uh, next one says, they basically condensed everything I love listening to during my late teens, early 20s. Next one, a solid 9 out of 10. Would recommend for any fans of metal, punk, or hardcore. Uh, next one says, Vane is leading the late 90s, early 2000s hardcore, metalcore, mathcore revival scene. And lastly, potentially the best album I've ever heard. I don't know how to describe it, but it's up there. Ooh. It's good. It's good. Maybe. We spin in the wheel? Does anyone need to use the bathroom? Meatspin.com Meat spin. I'm good. No, no PPs for me. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Maybe the one second. All right. Spinning the wheel. Spinning the meat spin wheel. Uh, Meatspin.com is brought to you by our fucked up government that can't seem to pay <laughs> the budget. Thank you. All right. Harm's white. Mm. Let me drop the artwork. Jomo, yeah. you meet a girl who looks like that at the bar. Banging body, but that's what her face looks like. What do you do, bro? I'm whatever that hole is in the front. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking that hole. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. all, that's all I'm staring at. I, I'm just gonna look at her. I'm like, do you get freaky with that thing? What's going on? Like, you know the answers. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my stoma. I want to fuck that. Like, if anybody has a body that contains an extra hole, they're getting freaky with it. I don't care what it does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, are we ready? Yes, All right, Posthuman is a 10-track record released in 2018, coming in just under 34 minutes long. It's the band's fourth studio album. It contains the singles Become a Machine and Last Man. Harmsway's musical style has been described as hardcore punk, metalcore, industrial metal, and death metal, beginning with a side project Excuse me. Beginning as a side project of the of the members from the straight edge punk band Few and the Proud, Harmsway ended up becoming a more serious and full time band in their later years. Drummer Chris Mills commented on early days. Uh, and progression stating we'd play super fast power violence songs and our singer would put on a mask and sing silly lyrics about beating up frat boys or whatever then later as the band became more serious we retired a lot of those elements and went in a more death metal direction darker and less ridiculous even if some aspects of it still weren't 100 percent serious after the release of the 2011 album Isolation, Harm's Way emailed Jacob Bannon of Converge after hearing that he was a fan of the band's music to ask if his label, Death Wish Incorporated, would be interested in signing them. They signed to Death Wish in March 2013. Harm's Way has since released four studio albums, uh, 2009's Reality Approaches, 2011's Isolation, 2015's Rust, and 2018's Posthuman, as well as five EPs, 20, 2007's Imprisoned, 2008's Harm's Way, 2010's No Gods, no Gods, No Masters, 2013's Blinded, and 2019's PSTHMN. Not to be confused with post-human that we're talking about today. Um, here's the thing. This is my least favorite of the week. It's, it's the most uninteresting to me. I, I'm not trying to shit on this record, but uh, I think the re recording quality is good. I think the guitar tone is good. I, I don't know. I was bored a lot listening to this. There's a lot of times where I'm like, I don't really have anything to say about some of these songs. Um, this album is going to definitely be for people like there are people who are going to be looking for exactly this and get it. 
Um, I think that they could kind of do something else to break the break out of the mold here. Uh, so one of the things is like they they people like when they people are talking about this genre, they talk about how they use industrial, right? And you do hear it on this album. You hear it right in the beginning, the human carrying capacity. There's some industrial sounds mixed in there. Uh, the the main guitar riff of that song sounds to me like something Dimebag Darrow would have written in like the vulgar era. Um, and uh but i i get that industrial tone and it's like okay i like that combination and i want more of it i i've talked about before when we talked about polyphia and other bands about combining genres it's only going to get bigger as time goes by and it's like if you're going to do it you can just crank that shit to 11 you know just go all in on it however in this album i want the combination of it that's the thing i don't want you to take metal and industrial and then like take 99 percent of the metal out and then put the industrial in i want both of them like a head-on you know car crash to to kill both of the people involved so the song though the gift is the second to last song on the album and it's so industrial and i'm listening to it it's like yeah when it starts off and i'm like this is exactly what i wanted more of it but then they there's no the metal's fucking gone so i don't want the two genres segregated i want them mixed together uh the song is still cool Uh, i like the style of it and uh that's again like a thing where it's it's different and it's making my ears perk up like oh okay that's something new but again, don't seg- don't segregate the stuff. Smash it together. I I want to hear. There's I mean there has to be bands already doing it. But I'm saying like if you're if you're going to kind of add this as they, what do they call it in the other one this um anal sound. What? Yeah, uh, the, the anal sound. <laughs> if you're going to combine some genres together, uh, make it where it's not like ninety percent, ten percent. You know, try. I, I would say fifty fifty. Just smash it right together. Rob, what do you think of this record? So this is my favorite of the week. Uh, when, I, when I was thinking about Converge, I was thinking about this album specifically, Human Carrying Capacity, Sync, and Become a Machine, Maybe Call My Name. Uh, those songs to me are 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, something like that. Uh, I don't really know that the, comparing this to, to Converge makes any sense at all, other than I see red when I listen to both of them. Like, the, the, uh, like there's a certain uh, I get angry, but the anger is good and productive thing that I get here. So yeah, when I, when I like the groove and the double bass and whatever, like it's like I don't know. I yeah, I don't know this. Yeah, this uh, uh, harm's way is simpler than converge, but you know I'm, I'm I'm not trashing it. Sometimes like fucking just heavy and double bass in fucking making me see red is doing everything that I need, and I don't need anything beyond that. So uh, yeah, and I love uh, you know call my name. There's this there's these riffs where like the drums and the drum fills are part of the riff. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of guitar, a lot of, there are musicians who are totally fucking selfish and it's like me, 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 me. But if you're a guitar player who writes with, you know, drums as part of the, the, the fucking hook, uh, fucking 10 out of 10, you get, you get a promotion in my fucking, uh, uh, corporation that I'm starting right now. Anyways, the gift I'm giving a fucking zero out of 10. It's like nine inch nails, but more boring fucking get it out of here. Uh, and I like dead space, uh, track 10 was like a little bit too repetitive and, and awkward for me. Um, Oh yeah, temptation. I, I was compared. I was tempted to compare to Converge. Also, it reminds me a bit of Hell to Pay in that it's uh, like a slower song, brings down the tempo. Bass distortion's awesome. Uh, sometimes I skip that song, and sometimes I don't. You know, I listen to this album 
11 times, 15 times or whatever. So it's like, um, if I'm driving to work and I have only 15 minutes until I get to work, I'm going to skip that song because I need as much meat as possible to get me through the day. Mm. But there were times that I, I, I took that song as sort of like a meditation. It's kind of like repetitive and how do I say this? I don't know. Um, I, I didn't always have the, the, the patience for it. Oh, and Last Man kind of drove me fucking crazy. There's this, uh, like, uh, they, they, they're mixing up electronic drums with acoustic drums, but, like, the, 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 the feeling between them, it's like it goes back and forth between single time and double time. Uh, to me, fucking no, zero out of ten. But uh, other parts of the song I liked just fine. I don't know. So uh, if there's four songs in this album that I give nine out of ten or ten out of ten, uh, I don't know. I fucking like this album quite a bit. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's what I was saying when when you were saying sometimes it's all you need. I want to see red. I want shit, you know, pumping. And that's what I'm saying. And and there's there's people who are gonna be like, that's exactly what I want. And that is here. There's two times in this record that I constantly, every time I hear the songs, I think of Thrice actually. In Sync, he says the answers never came, and it always makes me think about all that's left by Thrice. Um, and it's not the only time. The song after the temptation, the very beginning of that song, the sound effect that they use. Also reminds me of all that's left. So uh, I'm not saying that these have anything to do with it, but that is what pops in my head whenever I hear those songs, those specific ones. Uh, yeah, Dead Space is the last song in this album. I'm going to give them that. They they stayed heavy to the end. Now, even though Gift isn't really heavy, it's not a pussy song is what I mean. There's no like acoustic shit that's no one's crying about their ex-girlfriend or whatever in any of the songs. So they do, they do stick it to the end. Um, but... I don't know yet. I think that this record in general just bores me more than it, it should excite me, especially when the, the brain activity that I had in some of the other albums, especially Vane. And I go to this and it's not bad. I'm not trying to shit on it, but it's like if I listen to any one of these albums, if I didn't listen to any one of these albums again, this would be the first one to go for me. Uh, Jumbo, what do you think of this record? Uh, first of all, I want to say how fucking dare you to both of you. Right. <laughs> this, this these dudes are what are, what other what other view is left they're, they're, listen shut the fuck up okay oh, sorry. are far sorry. from mid this album is like thoroughly impressive i i i, I it, it, it's like it's a close second to vain for this week man um the lead singer he looks like the incredible hulk how can you not like that shit he did the running man i sent you a clip of him doing the running man Opening the pit up, the dude could barely move his arms. That's how big the motherfucker is, all right? This album, legit, it's got balls. It's got gusto for me. It did it for me. Maybe I'm like that weird Slipknot fan who, who's just obnoxious and no one likes, but he like, he'll live and die by the first album. It's a complete banger. All the songs are good. Um, I want to say fuck you to Jack Falcon. This, this brings out the best anger in me to want to punch him in the pit right in the fucking face it slaps different it's like a giant dick going in a, 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 a fucking small porn star okay this is this is phenomenal i started doing testosterone hgh and doing squats after listening to this album okay <laughs> for the week it's a solid record and if you look at it they play a lot of songs in their live set watching again hey five six and they they sound the same on album than they, that they do live. So when they're playing a live goddamn show, they sound the same, man. There's no there's no compromise. These guys are legit. They sound good. So um yeah, uh, f fuck you too, Rob Fortune. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jomo. So there's a song in here, Dissect Me, and this is the one. This is like one of the songs where I'm listening to, and there's there's these cool notes that are picked out towards the end of the main riff. 
And this is another thing where I'm listening to this and I'm, I, they're kind of leading me along. Not, I mean, they're not, but I'm saying I'm thinking they are because I, as I'm listening to the song for like the first time, it's like, okay, where is, where do these notes go? Are they going to do anything with it? And then like, they don't do anything else with those notes. I thought they were going to kind of transform it, do something with those. And that's what I'm saying where I'm kind of just like, oh, I thought it was going to go there. That could be exciting. That could be whatever. And then it doesn't really do that. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, Rob doesn't like Last Man. I, I do like Last Man. I think it has to slay at shows. Uh, it's one that I do want to see live. Um, but yeah, this, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be opposed to listening to it more. I don't hate this record. I just feel like what, also it's in the presence of some of the other ones that I'm just like, I have full on boner for. So yeah, I don't know, my least favorite, but um, you know, it doesn't really matter what the fuck I think. Let's uh, let's read some YouTube comments. One says this album contains sixty grams of of protein per listen and twenty four essential vitamins and minerals. Is that exactly. true, Jomo? That's fucking accurate. That's, that's accurate. That's it. That's it. You go to the doctor. This is what he prescribes you. Yeah, he prescribes you the pit, bro. That the pit and blue chews. Blue chews. <laughs> you get in the pit and need some blue chews. Uh, uh, next one says. Next comment. My mom did all the vocals on this album. Next one, easily one of the best records I've dropped this year. Sync and Dead Space are amazing. Uh, next one, great production and love those well-placed guitar feedbacks. And lastly, just bought the CD. Yes, an actual CD. Mm. No one buys those, but whatever. Someone does. Yeah, you, this guy you, did. You do, you do have fucking no, CD markets, bitch. Like. I don't buy, yeah, I don't buy CDs, but uh, I would buy a record of it. Well, not this one, but I would buy a record of something. Anyway, uh, anyone want to say anything else about this? We're ready to move on. I bought CDs until like 20 or 20 or so. Like, uh, like cars don't come with CD players anymore. So until then, I, uh, b- before then, I did buy CDs. Yeah, that is a big thing. Yeah, you got to like plug them in the USB port now. Yeah. It's lame. They're stealing, um, okay. they're stealing our data. That's all they're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, duh. All right, let me drop the R. Does anyone need to pee? Are we good to just roll through? I'm good. Roll through. All right, let's roll through. Jomo, you like this album artwork? Bro, this is like, this shit gave me a fucking, I said, this is lazy. This is fucking lazy. So when you mentioned Vein FM's fucking um, album artwork, I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's unsettling. This picture, you know, Jomo, have you ever been like walking somewhere you're at the mall or you're walking on the street and you see someone in front of you facing the opposite direction and you're like, damn, check that ass out. And then they turn around and it's a dude. <laughs> that's, that's like this, right? I, I bet you that this is a troll because this, I, I don't Do you think this is a female or male? I, I think it's a male, but I want it to be female. So yeah, right. It, it could be a trans. That's fine. Also, also, another thing that's off putting about this is there's not just one cherry in the mouth. There's two of them. Just like my balls. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's finish this up. Heatwave's 11 track record released in 2017, coming in just under 14 minutes long. It's the band's third studio album. Formed in 2007, Trapped Under Ice have released an EP, a split with Dirty Money, and three full length albums 2009's Secret of the World, 2011's Big Kiss Goodnight, and 2017's Heatwave. Taking influence from New York hardcore, they have toured all over the world and were signed to Reaper Records. In 2008, Trapped Under Ice was part of the 10 for $10 tour. Each show of the tour would feature 10 bands, and the admission would only cost $10. The tour was headlined by poison the well on august on on august 11 2013 trap under ice played its last show at philadelphia's the electric factory at this is hardcore festival 2013 they would announce their reunion in early 2015 after a two-year hiatus it was announced that trapped under ice would reunite to headline 
Back to School Jam, uh, the Back to School Jam 2015 in Howell, New Jersey, in September, alongside Code Orange, Incendiary, 100 Demons, Suburban Scum, Weekend Nachos, and Naysayer, among others. After a few years of inactivity, it was announced that the band would return to headline the Disturbing the Peace Festival in Baltimore in January 2023 with support from multiple bands. This was followed by the announcement of a headline show in Brooklyn the day after. Both of these shows sold out within an hour of being announced. Uh, Rob, what do you think of Heatwave? So uh, I'm giving this second place for the week. I'm surprised how much I like this album because on paper, I fucking hate this album. <laughs> on paper, it's on paper. There's a bunch of uncomfortable chromatics on this album. Like, uh, like the, 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 the scales, like, like a lot of these riffs are fucking weird. Like they don't exactly, they're, they're, it's, I don't know. It's like a lot of the riffs are flat somehow or, or something. Uh, and there's a ton of riffs per minute. Like, uh, but it flows like the it doesn't feel like they're just cramming in a, a bunch of shit and it, 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 it you know it's it feels like one riff flows from the previous one and it's a fun album there's like some danceability here and there there's some um what is it i don't know it it, it when i when i say those things it sounds like i fucking hate this album but i i actually there's actually like a fun factor here and i'm imp i'm impressed I, I don't know i think i would have a, a good time seeing this band live um i don't know thumbs up that's it uh i'm a huge fan of this record uh it's an 11 song album that's less than 14 minutes long <laughs> that is a very a hardcore thing like a, a lot of hardcore songs are like under a minute uh the first song backstabbed is 44 seconds long and it's exactly how i like it fast badass and right to the point these guys do things that that i don't think a lot of other bands would do there's a song oblivion and the, the song ends with the hi-hat still going and for like 10 seconds and you think it's doing that because the band is going to come back in but, but no it just ends so i don't even know like what the fuck the point of that is but like you said this album is fun and i i feel like stuff like that is fun because it's like nobody would do that it makes no sense you'd have to be insane to do that kind of shit i do want to see this entire album live uh i feel like it's like a good fever dream Oh, and actually, this this mostly sounds like a local band that you could play with or you could see live around you. It's it's not. I don't know what way to put it. It just feels it feels very like I don't know, like something you could see uh, locally. And I, I want and I can feel when I hear this, I can feel like I like I was there. I've seen tons of hardcore bands and stuff uh, play from playing shows, not even like just going to shows, but playing shows and seeing all the other local bands. And I feel like these guys would fit right in. This is the punkiest of the bunch. I hear Ramones in this at parts. Um, and uh, so, and it just, again, it just feels like a set that they would play. Now, these guys have been around long enough to where they're not playing a fucking 14 minute set, but uh, they can incorporate it into whatever their 30 minute set or however, however long they're getting at this point. Um, I would like this album just to hit like a hair harder. But then again, if, if you if I were to see it at a show, they might it might sound a little a little heavier there. And I bet the shows when they play this album are like just insane. A um, couple things that I want to talk about. <clears throat> there are two songs where I get completely pulled out of this record. The first one is Heatwave. Okay, the main riff in that song is the green is the 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 riff from the Green Day song No Pride off of Insomniac. It's not even a hardcore riff. It's a fucking pop punk riff. And it just confuses me why it's here. And every time I hear it, I'm like, why the fuck is this even on this album? Uh, the song after that, Other Side, I, I, try, I sat here forever. And I went through a couple Pantera albums. I cannot remember the name of the song. But the riff in that song is the same one, just without the tail, from a Pantera song. I can't remember. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. I just cannot remember which one it is. So those are just so 
the riffs are i'm not saying they're stolen or whatever but they are riffs that came from other songs that have been popular that we've listened to and they and the heat wave one specifically just pulls me right the fuck out of the album i i don't it just sticks out like a sore thumb Joma, what do you think of this record terrible <laughs> um here, here's the thing is the production doesn't match um it's all over the place, man. It's like it's like a kid who has like a quarter extra chromosome, especially when the guitar solos come on. That distortion tone is just annoying as fuck. Um, like bands like uh fucking Vane FM, it stood out this week. It was like holy shit, this is this is a, a bad motherfucker. But this has like no, the tones aren't balanced. It it, it doesn't feel like it's well produced. Um, it sounds like um, you ever heard of the band Turnstile? No. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So Turnstile is kind of like this kind of new wave punk hardcore. It, it's different. They actually they're getting a big name. So if you get a chance, look them up. Um, but it sounds like Turnstile is getting butt fucked by Rage Against the Machine, and I don't like it. The album is too short and has like a very tepid beginning. This is a three out of ten for the week, and this felt like um, it, it just felt like. What's the best way to compare this? If if you're get if you're fucking right, mm-hmm. this yeah. is like the missionary style of hardcore music. It's not fun. It's just it's like yeah, all right, this is what she wants, so I'll give it to her. That's what's the good it. position of hardcore music, bro, doggy. Oh, okay. What the fuck, are you talking about? <laughs> nah, cowgirl's the best, bro. Let's be real. That's because you're lazy, but let's move on. <laughs> That's true. It checks out. Anyway, some of the bass tone of this album is great. No Relief has awesome bass tone. There's parts where you get the bass all by itself. Slow Death also has it. Uh, both of those are two of my favorites on the album. And then, okay, Joma brought it up. There are guitar solos on this record. This dude, it's nice It's nice to hear him. He comes in, he rips a, I don't know, five-second, ten-second guitar solo, and he leaves. He's not there. He's not trying to be Eddie Van Halen. Uh, and I love it. It was nice to see it. It pops. The, the two... The, the songs are like back to back where the guitars really stick out, uh, throw it away and do it. We could have like spaced them out a bit because you do get them like back to back. And I don't know if there's a bunch uh, later on. I don't remember. But those are the two that stuck out to me. Anyways, nice to hear it. There's this. I love that this record is fucking 14 minutes long. It's hilarious. It's right to the point. They're not fucking around. What do you want it to be bloated to be a half an hour? They this is the way they designed it. Um, actually, when I say this is the way they designed it, I think this is the way they designed the output. I'm not so sure all these songs were written at the same time. Like I said, Heatwave just sticks out so much to me that it's like, and they even named the album after it. Uh, so I don't know, but uh, yeah, I love it. It's uh, number two for me, uh, and I would <coughs> excuse me, I would listen to their other stuff. Let's read a couple of YouTube comments and we'll get the fuck out of here. First, I've never been a huge fan of Trapped Under Ice or Turnstile, but this record is the perfect blend. Best of both worlds. Next one says, Instant Classic. Next comment, this might honestly be the best record they've put out since Stay Cold. Uh, next comment, Best Hardcore Album of 2017. And finally, I miss their old sound so much. This is just another Angel Dust album. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. Uh, but someone liked their other sound more. Is there anything else that anybody wants to say about any of this before we get out of here? Vein FM, Vein FM for the for the win this week. That's my jam. Yeah. Anything, Rob Fortune? Uh, the fucking yeah, the good week. I love when Rob when Rob praised something and I said I didn't like it, and Jomo told us both to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Or what are we doing for next week? I don't know. I feel like what do you guys what do you guys think? What do you guys like? What have you guys been wondering right. about? Why, why don't you choose who's choice? Is your I, choice? 
Yeah, I know. I have a couple in mind, but I'm like, eh. do you guys want to listen to Danzig? Do you want to listen to Weezer? Doesn't matter to me. Let's let's get Weezer done so I can get my fucking hatred for Rivers okay. Cuomo and get yeah, let's do FBI Weezer. watch list. <laughs> okay. Well, you're already on there, but yeah, okay. Might as well double up. Okay. Yeah, let's do Weezer then. Okay. Yeah. Well, take care. Goodbye.